Today on Bridges, we'll be talking about forgiveness and how you can forgive for good. I'm glad that you could join us for Bridges today where we bring you hope for the journey. I'm Monica Schmelter and my guest today has traveled all the way from Texas. She's a motivational speaker and the list goes on and on and on, but we're gonna talk about a very important subject, how to forgive for good. So Tammy, so good to have you here today. It is wonderful to be sitting with you. All the way from Texas. All the way, a 10 hour <laughs> drive, but let me tell you, it was, a, it was a good time between me and the Lord. That's wonderful. Sometimes on those long drives, right, you can just pray and listen Absolutely. to worship music. Yes. And that's really probably, I would think, Tammy, the perfect setting to talk about forgiveness because, right, we know we have to forgive for good. We know that the Bible tells us to do so, but sometimes that can be hard. Forgiveness is one of the toughest things. You know, God made a big deal out of forgiveness. And so we should too. Yeah. But so often we harbor the that bitter feeling. We harbor those that unforgiveness. And ultimately we can't live a victorious life yeah. if we are carrying around the baggage of bitterness right. with us. Well, and one of the things you said to me that really stuck out is that you really can't have unconditional joy. Like you really can't have joy if you don't live in forgiveness. Right. But then the question becomes how and when and all of those things. And, you know, for me, I've learned it helps me when I understand that forgiveness is really first and foremost about me obeying God uh -huh. and asking for his help. Because um, we can all harbor bitterness and resentment and lots of things happen in this broken world that are truly upsetting. You know, like you said, we can't have unconditional joy mm -hmm. if we have conditional forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I have walked down that road of bitter. Mm. I've walked down that road of not wanting to forgive what was done to me because I thought I had every right to hang on to mm -hmm. it. But the truth is, Monica, whenever we do hang on to it, it has such a grip on us that there is no way that we can have the kind of joy that we should have in this life. Right. Because we view everything through that filter. That's exactly right. Of the resentment and the bitterness. And, you know, Timmy, I can, I can say this. Even myself as a Bible teacher and traveling around and speaking, I didn't realize how much bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness that I had been harboring. Until one day I just sort of, you know, I had what, what I call a Monica meltdown. You know, I just became really upset and cried. And, and I just realized that, Deep down, I had been harboring a lot of resentment and bitterness about really lousy things that have happened. And I guess I felt entitled. I, I, I don't really know, but when I gave that up, I became a happier person. Freedom. Yeah. We experience freedom, and it's <laughs> almost like taking something off of our shoulders so that we can run instead of crawl. Yeah, yeah. I know for me, I was, I was married as a teenager, and went through a divorce in my mid-20s. Now, as a woman in ministry, that's not a popular thing. No. As a matter of fact, one person said to me, you should never tell anyone that you were ever divorced because if you do, nobody will ever hire you. Well, then it became a secret, and secrets will make you sick. Yep. And whenever we hold on to secrets like that, 
ultimately it's going to build this bitter hill. And well, the way that that turned out was I kept that secret for a long time. And, and then as we walked on, my daughter's dad and I, we had peace. He called me and he said, I want you to forgive me. This was a few years later. And I asked forgiveness in the same area. Now I thought that we had to make a long story short. I thought that we had forgiven because we would sit together. We would at, at ball games, any type of thing at school, we always sat together and Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And then my daughter got married, our daughter got married and we all were together at the wedding and we worked well together at the wedding. Well, then his wife, one night my husband and I, and I've been married for tw- over 25 years now to a wonderful man. I will tell you that he is also, my daughter's husband is a wonderful man. Mm-hmm. The thing is we weren't wonderful together as young people and we literally self-destructed. Yeah ourselves and each other. So you're saying this teen marriage. Oh my goodness. You're both good people, but this just didn't work together. Right. And yeah. we did not know the Lord. Yeah. That makes all the difference. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It makes all the difference in the world. But to harbor a secret like that, especially in what I do, became something that began to build and build and build. And I resented the fact that I even had to just keep this so secret. Yeah. Well, My husband and I were laying in bed one night and I got a phone call and it was from his wife. Now, we have all known each other for a very long time. From your ex-husband's wife. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, I never say ex. And the reason why I don't, a lot of times I'll call him my daughter's dad. Yeah. Is because if you've ever been married before... They're not ever exed out of your life. <laughs> if you have children, Absolutely. that's right. Understood. They're never exed out of your right. life. So we need to somehow make peace. Mm-hmm. And whenever you make peace with somebody that you loved before and that it just went disaster, the Lord can make the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. And he can give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. And so I get this phone call and it's from his wife. And she said, Tammy, they're very active in church. They're, they're believers, wonderful people. But, they're, but, you know, it wasn't open knowledge that he had been married before either, really. Oh. Not in our churches. You know, we've both been married. We've gone on and been married 25 years or so. She said, I was sitting in the women's ministry team, and they said to me, does anybody know Tammy Whitehurst? She said, and on the women's ministry team, because they wanted me to be a speaker for them. Because right. you travel... All across the nation, your book just about every I, I weekend. Do. So yes. here your name comes up to your daughter's dad's 
wife. Wife. And she sits there because we all knew each other back in the young <laughs> days also. So she sits there for a minute and then she said, I know her. And so they said, oh, well, you see if she'll be our speaker. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is going to open up a whole new thing because all it takes is one person yeah. knowing yeah. that her husband was married to Tammy Whitehurst for a short time. Mm-hmm. And you know how gossip begins, yeah. and it's just it's just ugly. Well, when she asked me, I sat there for a moment, and I said, I will. I will be your speaker. And I got off the phone, and I just cried, because at that moment, forgiveness, peace that surpasses all understanding, the impossible was possible. Yeah. And it came full circle to where I'm going to stand up on a stage, and I'm going to talk, to all of these people and sh- that are in her church. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, she said, we're going to sit together. Oh, and of course we sat, t- we sat together. We laughed. Now we've done this for years in our children's. Yes. We've done this for years in our private life, right. but not in our public life. But you know, in order to forgive, and it, and it was wonderful. As a matter of fact, I'm going next year to do it again. Good for to you. speak for them again. <laughs> the thing is, Whenever we have something like that, that requires so much forgiveness, so much forgiveness, we have to also forgive all the emotions that we went through, mm-hmm. that accompanied it. Yep. Every, every feeling of useful, uselessness, every feeling of ugly, every feeling of awful, every feeling of failure, that that these people would make you feel or I would make them feel. Mm-hmm. We have to go through forgiving not only the person, but every emotion involved right. with it. And when that happens, it is amazing what God can do, even with a situation like this. And the person who told me, who was in ministry, who said, Tammy, never tell anyone, because if you do, nobody will hire you. Well, I will tell you that this is one of the talks, Forgive for Good, that so many people will ask me to speak on in a retreat. It's not the kind of talk you get up and you talk about as a walk-on, walk-off, or as a keynote, but in a retreat, and I am booked solid yeah. since I began. Yeah. Never underestimate the power of the Lord. No, and never underestimate the power of forgive for good. Yes. And that God yes. helps make what's impossible for us possible, yes. and it's to bring good to us. That's right. And I can understand why the person said that to you, don't ever mm-hmm. tell, because, <clears throat> excuse me, for a long time, that was really the thought in the church, right? We kept everything a secret that was regarded as a sin or any mistake. Here we've got this great message of the gospel, the good news, yes. forgiveness. And we want to hide that we've had failures yes. or addictions or yes. this or that. And what we don't realize is, the heavy price of baggage that that is every single day in our hearts and that message of forgive for good that you can sit with your daughter's dad's wife. Oh, yes. And be okay. I can and call her friend, And you can Monica. minister friend. I can call her friend. Mm. Yes. But just like you said, it's not something that I'm proud of. It's not something that I wish I had in my life. But it is. Yes. It is. And so therefore, let me give it to the Lord instead of hiding it. Right. And it's a model for people 
Right. It's a model for people that in this broken world, really devastating things can happen. Sometimes our doing, sometimes other people's doing, sometimes a mix, right? But with God's help, we can live past it. We, when we keep it a secret, in so many ways, it defines us secretly right. and it changes who we are and who we can be in God. And what you're saying is that if we can be brave enough to even try to forgive and ask God for his help, he can do all kinds of miraculous things. Absolutely. We serve a good, good God. Yes. So when you talk about forgive for good at retreats, is it a process that people go through or should people expect that forgiveness will come instantly? I always say that it's a process. Yeah. Now, I don't think that God can't take something away instantly right. because God can do anything. Yep. However, usually it's a process mm -hmm. and you have to decide every day yep. that you're going to give, forgive the person and how they made you feel. Right. And every fact. Yes. Every single fact that happened, like we have to forgive the whole enchilada, so to speak. Yes. And if the joy of the Lord is our strength, Monica, yeah. we can't have joy if we have conditional forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Because it robs us and it, yes. it robs the people in our families and yes. other people of who we could be and what we could do when we're harboring all of that. We've got to take a break. I want you to stay with us today on Bridges. When we come back, I'll continue talking to Tammy Whitehurst about forgiveness and how we can forgive for good and have the unconditional joy that God wants us to have. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. today because truth changes everything. If you're just joining us today on Bridges, we are talking about forgive for good, for all the joy that it can bring in our lives when we do things God's way. And my guest is motivational speaker, Tammy Whitehurst. And Tammy, you really shared from your heart about a secret that you'd been keeping. You were told to keep it because you were in ministry and like no one would hire you as a speaker if people had known that you had divorced when you were really young. And yet, when you came clean with that, so to speak, forgiveness and joy began to flow and it had to be a model for your entire family. I will share with you that it was, I, we, I could have all of both sides in my home at any time. And my children know that. And there's peace yeah. with that. Yeah. But like I was saying at the break, it was literally, it, would, it will make you sick. Secrets will make you sick. And I remember when I was standing on a stage and it was for, in a retreat setting and I could feel the Lord saying, tell them about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Tell them 
that you were married before many years ago and how you can get through that into a place where you can respect each other, you can even be friends with each other. Mm-hmm. I did not want to talk about that. Let me just tell you, my mouth was clamped shut. <laughs> and you know, you can be on a stage and you can be talking, and you can be disagreeing and you can be disobeying with the Lord every single step of the way. He's telling you to say something mm-hmm. and you're saying something completely different because you don't want to say yeah. what he's telling you to say. Mm-hmm. So I argued with him for a long time. And at that point, you know, you know, it's the Lord when it doesn't let up. And finally, I remember that I just, and this was a few years ago, I just walked around the side of the podium there and I put my elbow up in the podium and I said, you know what? I just need to get real with all of you for a moment. How can I talk about forgiving for good? if I haven't talked to you about the hardest thing I've ever had to get through, the hardest um, failure that I've ever had to face. Mm -hmm. And so I just laid it all out there and I talked about it. And it was amazing how the Lord spoke through me to help heal other people. Some who had been through divorce 50 years before, Mm -hmm and had still just battled, battled, battled. And as Christians, we're not perfect. We do mess up. We fall flat on our face at times. And we wish we could go back and we could fix things Mm -hmm. so that that we would have this, this walk in life that it didn't look like we had any mistakes, but that's just not life. No, it's not. It's no. not life in a sin riddled world. And that's the reason exactly right. that God puts in his word that forgiveness that we need it yes. is because he knows we're going to mess up. We're going to mess up relationships. We're going to fail and that we need forgiveness in order to stay in relationship with people and without forgiveness, we are the most resentful and bitter people. Mm. And I, I wasn't there when you revealed that to your audience, but I have to think, Tammy, in so many ways that so many times when we tell scripture to people, it's like we present this perfectly polished thing. But when we show people that we are really broken and that we failed, and yet we've lived out those scriptures in spite of what we've done. Yes. And that God fills us and gives us joy. It teaches people that, man, this is possible. Absolutely. What is one of your favorite scriptures about forgiveness? Well, you know, when it comes to, when you look at this Bible right here. (laughs) You've been reading it, Tammy. This Bible is worn smooth out. And I love God's word. Mm -hmm. And he talks about forgiveness over and over and over again. But one of my favorite And some people would say, well, I don't think that's necessarily forgiveness, but it is. It's in Isaiah and it says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It doesn't say that the weapons won't form. Exactly right. But it does say Mm -hmm. that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Mm -hmm. And so you get through the valleys, you go through. Now, I, I would love to see marriages reconciled. Yes. And there are often times that people will come to me when they're having problems with their spouse and they'll want counsel. And I will talk about reconciliation. Mm-hmm. My, hus- my ex-husband and I had been, had been divorced for a long time before peace that surpasses all understanding actually happened. However, he has a Bible that's worn out just like this one. 
And I often will say, one day, whenever God calls me home, that of all the things in my home, what I want my children to want the most is this worn out Bible that has provided me peace, that has provided me wisdom, that has given me the words on days when I had no words. That's right. And what I hope is that they don't fight over stuff, but they fight over this. Because one of the things, Monica, that I'll share with you is in the back, I have written every single time that I needed God to come through. Mm -hmm. And then I've written every single time that he came through. And on those days when the enemy comes in and the enemy says, so loudly, because oftentimes we listen to the yelling of the enemy. That's right. Over the soft whisper of the Lord. That's true. That's true. The yelling in our face that I can go back and I can look at page after page of how God has come through, how God has heard my prayer. Because what we, what the enemy wants us to believe, you know, he roams around like a lion. Looking for whom he may devour, which means that he can devour us. If we don't stay watchful, if we don't stay sober, if we don't stay alert, he's looking for ways to mess us up. Absolutely. We have to stay armored up. What what I call as a Texas woman, locked and loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Armored up. And armored up means getting in his word. Yeah. When when we say he roams around like a lion looking for someone to devour, Mm -hmm. we can't feed him. And so oftentimes we feed him whenever we feast on unforgiveness. Yes. And there's something about unforgiveness that sometimes it can make us feel powerful. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Because we hold on to it with everything we've got. And I can look at times in my life where I remembered what this person did and what they did. And as I talk about it, I just get angrier and angrier and hold on to it. And it's like, it's a way of feeling powerful. It's a lie. It's not power. It's really so much weakness mm-hmm. and letting the enemy get that foothold and get that stronghold in our life. Um, letting go, right? And forgiving would be armored up. It would be locked yes. and loaded. 
but we hold on to this stuff. I've talked to people, gosh, it happened 50 years ago, and it's like it happened that moment. It's still a fresh wound. Yes, and you can't talk about something. I know as a speaker, you can't get up and talk about something until you're healed from it. Because if it if it's just a if you take a look at a scab, mm-hmm. okay, a scab can be ripped off whenever something happens, and all of a sudden all the pain comes out all over again. But a scar is healed, yeah. and it's a reminder yes. of what happened. But for me, it's a reminder that God took a broken life that I had. I was 26 years old when I surrendered to the Lord, when I grabbed hold of the garment and I said, I don't want to let go. And it's a reminder that whatever I went through, whatever brokenness I had, that he could fix it. And for me, it was a broken marriage. However, for many people, Monica, it's, it is different things. It wasn't marriage. Maybe it was abuse of some kind. Yeah, even from childhood. Yes, from this age. It can be a a child that's trapped in a bondage or addiction or struggles with anxiety. I mean, any one of these things can become a secret that we try to hide or that we can harbor bitterness or any number of things. It's not just a divorce or a broken marriage. My goodness, the list could go on and on because we live in a broken world and we all struggle in different ways. And I think anytime anybody tries to minister from the pulpit or teaching, and it's not from a healed place, it comes through in the flesh and does more harm than it does good. When it comes from grace, when it comes from healing, then people can feel the spirit of God. And we don't have to put on a perfect persona because nobody believes that anyway. You're exactly right. You can see through. Mm-hmm. People can see through a bitter spirit yeah. very quickly. They can. You can say the words, right. but your face isn't showing mm-hmm. that softness mm-hmm. that says the Savior yeah. came in. Yeah. To say, I say this often: savor the Savior. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we can savor the Savior is to believe what He says to obey what he tells us to do. And on those days, whenever we do fall flat on our face, he will pick us back up. That's right. Because he's close to the brokenhearted. Yes, and those who are crushed in spirit. That's exactly right. And I love it that you said that, you know, God can help us to forgive instantly. Normally, it's through a process. Yes. God could have spoken the whole world into existence in one moment. Yet he chose to work through the days, right? He did it through a process. So typically he works in our life in a process. And, you know, in some of the struggles I've had with unforgiveness, it may be that I have a really bad day and that comes back up. And the enemy may want to taunt me and say, you didn't forgive. And it's like, no, I've been, I've been forgiving and I'm going to forgive again. And I'm going to ask God for forgiveness again. It's not that we get perfectly there. It's that we keep on staying surrendered to the Savior and obey him. Perfectly said surrendered to the Savior, because otherwise we are imprisoned by the enemy. Yes. And the enemy, whenever you are having a wonderful day, the enemy likes nothing more than to yell at you what a failure you are, Mm -hmm. or that you haven't forgiven, or that you are going through this, or who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. You know, there's all kinds of things that the enemy can yell at us. However, when we are, when we are ready for the attack that he may give, 
We have to be ready yep. by reading His Word. No uh, other way to be ready. No. No other way. And we can't fight Him on our own. No. We have to fight Him through the power of Jesus. And we can't forgive on our own either. Absolutely it, forgiveness not. Forgiveness is not something we do in isolation. That's it's, right. We do by savoring the Savior, as you say, by letting that sweet aroma of Christ change our heart and just continually surrendering and surrendering so that God can make us who we need to be. Yes. Yeah. And it's usually accompanied by tears. Uh, Fears. Tears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tears yeah. and fears and many years yeah. that you have just piled up right. as a garbage dump. That's right. In your heart. That's right. It's not pretty, but yeah. it's beautiful. That's right. We're out of time, but I want to thank you so much, Tammy, for coming today and talking about forgiving for good. It was wonderful just sitting here visiting with you. Thank you for having me. Stay tuned. Monica will be right back. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit MonicaSchmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. If you want to grow your faith and understand God's Word more fully, then MonicaSchmelter.com might be just the place for you. You'll find all of Monica's teachings on demand, complete with online extras. Get started today because truth changes everything. So here is some hope for the journey. You can forgive for good. I can forgive for good. Can't do it on our own. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can forgive anybody and everybody that has ever wronged us. Usually that forgiveness comes through a process. It's a process of daily surrendering to God, of asking for his help, for that supernatural flow of forgiveness to flow in us and through us. It's reading his word and letting his word encourage us and comfort us and wash over us. So if you feel just trapped by bitterness, anger, and rage, Make a commitment today to forgive for good and ask God for help and he will help you. We'll be back again next time on Bridges where we give you hope for the journey. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Beckett Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform.